but it's my life. It's not obvious to me that I'm sort of in a hangman right now, right? The rhythm of life has caused other areas of my life to be on pause, but it's allowing things to grow and change and shift. And, mm-hmm. and when I come back to things and when I see, I, I see them in a different way. It's really cool. That's what's so beautiful to me. If you can find the the beauty in the hanged man perception is that that shifting perspective, even if that shift takes a while, like you have time, you're, you're hanging there, you're suspended. Mm-hmm. You have time to kind of sort through what your perception is yeah. and go within, think about how that works for you and then look again with new eyes perhaps. When you have a new opportunity, how do you know whether to say yes or no? I'm Andrea Neville, and I have been taught by spirit that when a new opportunity presents itself, I was guided there. And I'm Jessica Paschke, and I firmly believe that everyone is intuitive. Everyone. In this podcast, we share spiritual adventures. And we invite you to share yours as well. You can submit your experiences or questions to adventureswithspirit.com. We will give you specific tools and practices so you can navigate your journey with more confidence. If you find the answers helpful, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready to be adventurous? Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures with Spirit. Spirit. Hello, hello, and welcome back. We're so excited to be here. We are going to be chatting more about spiritual evolution in real life. That is our theme for season three. And we've got some really fun, good things coming up. But let's catch up first. Andrea, what have you been up to? I've been busy working. My exciting things are this month, I have lots of concerts. So I'm super excited about that. All right, well, this is going to give my age away. But some of my favorite bands are retiring. So you know I had to get tickets. <laughs> so I'm seeing Kicks, which is a, you know, an East Coast band that went national back in the 80s. So I've seen I saw them in July, no August, and I'm seeing their final show this month. Then I'm also going to see Aerosmith because Steven Tyler. So that's happening. So that's what's going on with me. That's really what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm just busy with all the things getting from here to there. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, getting from here to there. And all the all the the things that happen with here to there, you know, and transitions and transformations and all that delicious stuff. You know what's always so interesting though? Every time I move, it requires me to sort of put certain things on pause in my life so that I can facilitate that. And sometimes it's it's for quite a while that I have to put things on pause. But when I do that, amazing things drop in, like new classes, new ideas, new sessions. Like they always come in because I'm not able to put all of my energy into the working. That space, that slowdown actually allows new things to be born. It's like spirit was just waiting for me to stop moving so that they could like drop things in, not even to take action on them, just to play with them and daydream about them and like see where they go, which actually unintentionally (laughs) <laughs> leads into today's today's episode. I was going to say, yeah, as you spirit. were talking, I was like, they're so well, magical. Here we are. <laughs> and we were actually just talking about that this morning, those things this morning. So today's card, you know, we're following the cards, yeah. the tarot that is leading us through the season. And today's card is the hanged man. And I'm going to let Jessica tell you about it, but it just mm-hmm. makes me laugh because it, it's about everything we're talking about. It's about just stopping. 
you know, we talked about <laughs> going with the flow in the last episode. Yes. And the hanged man just kind of stops the flow. Do you want to talk about that, Jessica? <laughs> yeah. So traditionally, the hanged man is um, a person and they're actually upside down, um, usually from a tree, but not in a way of distress. They're actually pretty relaxed into it, but their their head is pointed down towards the root of the tree. Their feet are up. Usually one is pointed up and one is like almost like making like the number four. And they're sort of just seeing things from a different perspective. Everything gets turned on its head so you can see it from a different angle. And if you look at it, a lot of the hanged man illustrations, or the, and sometimes it's called the hanged one or the hanged woman, depending on what deck you're using, have this light or color shift around the person's head. And it's almost as if by turning upside down, that blood flow brings clarity to the thought, to the process. It opens up completely new ways of thinking and, and seeing things. So it brings very much a different flavor to this idea of surrender, to suspension, because you're you're looking at it in a different way. And that's what it's all about is this pausing, this stopping. Now, there are other cards in the tarot deck, and I, I won't go too off, but I, it's important to get the flavor of this card. Things happen with the tower, too. The tower is, is a card where everything's on fire and everything's falling apart, and it is a hard stop to what you're doing. But the hangman, there's not really a distress to it, even though it can be frustrating. It really is about giving you the opportunity to look at things differently, the opportunity to surrender, maybe when you wouldn't have thought of doing so. There's just this peace and this calm that happens around surrendering to the rhythms of your life, which is so funny because I really didn't connect that thought. I know it seems obvious to you all because you're listening, but it's my life. It's not obvious to me that I am sort of in a hangman right now, right? The rhythm of life has caused other areas of my life to be on pause, but it's allowing things to grow and change and shift. And, mm -hmm. and when I come back to things and when I see, I, I see them in a different way. It's really cool. That's what's so beautiful to me. If you can find the the beauty in the hanged man perception is that that shifting perspective, even if that shift takes a while, like you have time, you're, you're hanging there, you're suspended. Mm -hmm. You have time to kind of sort through what your perception is yeah. and go within, think about how that works for you and then look again with new eyes, perhaps a new way of seeing. And it is everything that you were saying, Jessica, when you said, you know, moving requires you to stop some things and make some space. And then mm -hmm. in that space comes in the new ideas and the new inspirations. I'm just kind of feeling into the calmness of it right now. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's comforting, actually. It's like, I have time, right? We all have, we can, we all have time. We can take a moment. Permission. Mm-hmm. Oh, permission. permission. We're such doors. Yeah. Especially in our culture. It's it's do, do, do. And you're defined by everything you do and everything you don't do and and how much you get done. And that is not what the hangman's all about. It is about pause. It's counterintuitive to so many of us. Mm -hmm. I know I would yeah. never describe myself or my family, unfortunately, as people who take pause. And I know that's something that I try to cultivate and I'm not doing well. But I refuse to give up. I'm going to keep trying to cultivate that pause. I like that, that you say that because surrender is surrender. The idea of surrendering to what's happening, right? Surrendering to life's rhythms 
isn't a passive thing. It's mm-hmm. not a passive waiting. It's an actual step that you take. And it's- and when we're looking at the spiritual evolution as a journey, as an adventure, this isn't like, oh, I'm stuck in the mud. Not at all. This is not passive waiting, y'all. This is an actual movement no, forward. I'm saying this is always, you're not getting away from the doing. <laughs> the hanged man is asking you to do. That's the only way you're going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To embrace it. Mm -hmm. You can't control what's around you. So you have to embrace it. You have to surrender. And through embracing that period of surrender, you gain more insight into your challenging situation or the thing that was maybe stopping your flow. So the surrender in itself isn't the block. The hangman isn't the stop. You were flowing. Something happened in life. It's kind of limited your flow. And now you're you're moving into um, this maybe a challenging situation or just something that isn't as flowy. <laughs> the hangman comes in to help you surrender to that so you get deeper insight. Jessica, as our, our team's putting together the arc of this season based on it's spiritual evolution in real life. Let's yeah. just take a moment. And so this is our card. And of course, that means you and I are living it along <laughs> with probably a lot of the people <laughs> listening it right now. So here's our card that we know is a whole episode. And you are in the process of moving. You are having to be in flow at the same time. You're having to surrender and wait, but then actively wait. Like you have a whole bunch of things that you're doing. I am in a place of pause and the pause is really contemplation, realization, trying to get the key to understand where my flow is not flowing or why it's not flowing Mm -hmm. and to do that so that I am, and this is very intentional on my part, I am able to shift my perspective, to expand my vision to expand my understanding of myself and my life and how that shows up. So of course, Jessica, we're bringing this here and (laughs) saying to everybody, take a moment and reflect on your life, whether it's past or present, where in your life are you feeling like there just is a pause that's happening? Maybe you feel like it's a stuck. Maybe you feel that it's something on repeat that doesn't seem to be moving forward at all. What is that? Not the, it's this person, it's that person. What is it about you that you perhaps can understand in a new way that then allows you to surrender to this moment and then keep moving forward? Yeah, I like that. It's it's about being aware and opening up to something bigger than maybe you thought was there. And and getting and making sure you're in alignment with what you're doing. And the thing I think the common misconception about surrender when it comes to spiritual evolution is this idea of like release or disconnect. And you know, in in the collective, in the in our spiritual evolution collective, our amazing community, we we've been seeing a lot of this lately that people are realizing that surrender isn't necessarily about disconnecting or letting go. It's about becoming more deeply connected. 100%. Because you have to feel that you're deeply connected in life to your life, to your soul in order to actually really surrender Surrender. and find that peace in it. And surrendering to me is active. Yes. I don't see surrender in any way other than being an active, conscious act of will. 
that then re-engages and deeply engages and allows you to continue even more closely in alignment with your plan and universe. Yes. And that's where the magic happens. And we're going to talk about that magic in a little bit. But before we skip ahead on that, because I, I, I think it's important, we mentioned that our lives are so busy. <laughs> they really are. I mean, things are always happening and they, they don't even have to be big things. It can just be like a series of little things that take up a lot of space. And to make that awareness, it be kind of challenging to do that. So Andrea, what kind of practices or rituals can folks out there engage in to help strengthen, you know, their trust in themselves, trust in a higher power, trust surrender? Like what would you suggest to help with that process? Mm. Well, contemplating, right? So if you're contemplating, then you're, you're being mindful. What does that look like for you when you contemplate? I acknowledge how I'm thinking or feeling or perceiving an event, a situation, even a calling. How is this processing through me? And then I try to, I contemplate, I literally contemplate it. I just sit and I I think about it. I feel into Mm -hmm. it. I kind of take note. Is this something I'm integrating? Is this something I'm releasing? Is this something I'm surrendering to and saying, yes. And then when I get to the point of what I decide mindfully that I'm going to do, what feels right to me, then I take action on it. I doodle and journal. I'll write phrases down when I ponder. And then I, and when I contemplate, I somehow kind of play with it by like drawing arrows to things. Like for some reason, the arrow is so satisfying. (laughs) I'll draw, I'll write something and draw an arrow and then I'll be like, oh, but maybe this, or maybe an arrow here to this, or maybe this comes back around to this. Like there's a lot of doodling that happens on my paper when I contemplate. Do you know what's so interesting <laughs> to me though about you saying that is is just listening to the different ways we do it, is you're so clairvoyant. Yes. You're so visual. So yeah. you're going to draw it out. And I'm so clear cognizant. So I am a thinker, right? It's just things I know. So it's just interesting how we naturally relate to those in those ways. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) I think in order to really, to shift your perspective around surrender, Mm -hmm. you have to also shift to this idea that like something went wrong that forced you to surrender. That's not always the case. Sometimes it is. Sometimes spiritual surrender is something went haywire and, and now you've got it. But sometimes it's the natural ebb and flow of things too. Don't mm-hmm. you feel like when, I know with Adventures with Spirit, when we're creating classes and workshops, we'll create, create, create. And then we have to take a pause. We have to kind of surrender to that momentum of wanting to slow down for a second, getting a different viewpoint on things, resting in that ebb, and then we go back into flow. So really, Spirit's brilliant because they were talking about in the last episode, like you said, going with the flow. And now they're like, but there's also this beautiful ebb that happens Mm -hmm. that we often just don't embrace. And so surrender can actually be very positive. It doesn't mean you did something wrong with the flow. It doesn't mean you did something to stop the flow. Mm -hmm. It's just like the tides. It is in in my perception of surrender. It is always positive. And I know Mm -hmm. in the vernacular it probably is not seen or felt, you know, if we're watching, watching or reading something, you don't think of surrendering as being necessarily a, a positive thing. But for me, if I'm surrendering, I'm saying yes. 
I'm saying yes to letting the universe help guide. I'm saying yes to stepping into a larger role. I'm saying yes to giving that pause in between you and I creating things, Jessica, so that I can grow and shift perspective in that pause. I will surrender to this two-week pause so that then I can come back and bring a greater perspective than I could have two weeks ago. I love that. I love that. You're really, like you said, allowing for that evolution process to naturally happen rather than do, do, do. Now you're going to let it grow like a plant, right? You're going to let it grow. And it removes the restrictions you might have put around it too, where you thought it was going. It actually permits you to allow it to be what it needs to be, to grow into what it needs to grow into. And really what you're talking about is opening up to a higher power, something greater than yourself. Having that trust, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Having that trust to say, I trust that spirit's now going to take over from here for a little bit and they're going to help us get us where we need to go. Surrender requires trust. It's very (laughs) hard to surrender without trust. You yeah, know, I think you wouldn't we, have peace start, or calm. <laughs> right. So we started talking about concerts. We all know, right, I'm a concert. I'm a music lover. So some of the concerts, not the two that I'm seeing this month, but some other ones, the the singers or something will just do a free fall into off the stage. They surrender into the crowd and they have to trust that they're going to be caught. I mean, people call it a trust fall, but in some ways it's just like the energy gets so and they just, they surrender to the energy. It's a good thing. They jump in and and they're involved. And so you can't do that without trust. It's impossible. And I, I love that point. And I think if you trust in the divine or the higher power, that opens you up to the magic that surrender can bring. And what I mean by magic is miracles. Oh, yes. Look, miracles like, yes. happen in the surrender. Every day. Every day. In the surrender. Yeah, Every day. In the surrender. How do you define a miracle? Mm. There's so many. Um, <laughs> how do I define a miracle? Well, I don't think they need to be big and flashy. Mm-mm. I think sometimes they are. Miracles to me are the things that bring ease, grace. Oh, I was going to say grace. Love. <laughs> any of those mm-hmm. things into your life, whether it's for a moment, a day, a lifetime. Sometimes it's your back is out. Doubt what I deal with. Your back is out and you can't make it in and you all of a sudden opens up the front parking lot, the front spot in a parking lot so that you physically are able then. Like to me, that's a miracle. Thank you. It is. Yeah, it is. It's like a boost, a helping hand when you need it the most. Right? You're cared for. I do think it's a common misconception though that they have to be big and extravagant to be a miracle. I think small little things happen every day that are miracles. That miracles is my word of the year. And let me tell it you is. what, when you when you shift into this perspective of not looking for miracles, but being open to having them happen, not thinking that they're for someone else, but that you too can have them, you start to notice how many you actually have in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year. Um, my word of the year has been uh, eye-opening. It has, it has been one of those huge shifts in perspective that I think will change me for the rest of my life, uh, 100%. And 
I don't think it's required to surrender, but I, I've noticed that I have had to surrender two things in order to see the miracles, even though they were probably already happening. The surrender gave me the space to be aware that they were occurring. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes surrender is not having control, like letting the control go, right? Knowing I can't be in control of this. What? Me? Wanting control of something? <laughs> what? You? What? No, me? Are you kidding? Never. <laughs> you know? And, and I think about that because this is going to go back a few years. I'm going back several years, but that's okay. And I'm going to talk about miracles and they weren't necessarily f- for me. They were a part of me. So when my daughter was in college and she, you know, was older in college, so she got to leave the dorm and go to an apartment. And I'm just going to say the Philadelphia and the college town didn't leave you many choices. I can only imagine. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. So she and her roommate found an apartment and I wasn't involved, which was great. So the day we went to pick up the key and it was just the two of us that we were moving in that day, pick up the key, go in. I walked into that place and can I just in a nice way say, absolutely not. That's all I'm going to say, right? In a nice way. I was just, I walked in there and I was just like, anything I would say from this point on would be an an adult rating. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. However, as I'm looking around and my brain is quickly, you know, processing, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, my daughter looked and on, there's nothing left in the apartment, of course, on the counter is a penny. Like a silk. Now my dad leaves pennies. That's his sign. Why is there just this random penny? (laughs) So that gave me hope along with a whole bunch of other signs. He kept giving signs. And I will tell you by the end of it, and this took action, it took action, but we also had to just We had our cry. We surrendered to the idea that we were just, she was just going to have to make this work. And I was going to have to be okay just letting her make this work, even though it was heinous. And before she moved in, she had a brand new kitchen installed. She had new flooring installed. And then there was no AC when we were moving. And so she got a whole new HVAC system and everything, right? It just, everything came, the work needed to be done, got done in the bathroom it became livable. Was it gorgeous? No, but it turned out to be a great place. And the only way I was able to allow that miracle to unfold was because, and my daughter was, there'd be little pennies everywhere. And I was like, okay, my dad has this. I can let this go because my dad is taking care of my daughter. And I had to trust that. You had to surrender though. Ooh. You had to surrender to that. This is it. This is it. Why did I have to surrender? <laughs> you could have tried to change it, but it it definitely, it, it may not have been fixed and then it wouldn't have been fixed like it was. You had to allow it to go where it needed to go to get them where they needed to go, right? And you had to surrender to that. Yes. It was very interesting to watch that unfold. And, you know, just also when she moved again, this is this is in the past already, a year ago, when she moved to California, And she moved, no job. I mean, I I don't know. She's got nerves of steel. No job, takes off to California, gets this apartment, everything from, we get, I did fly with her there. We come off of the plane, you know, the gate goes into the concourse. 
And right there is a stand of my dad's favorite candy that is from the East Coast. So I don't know how it got out there. And I got off the plane. I was like, oh, okay. And we walked down to collect the luggage. And I will tell you, she got a phone call and a job at the luggage thing the day we landed. <laughs> okay. And also, what does that mean? That is, Those are all miracles. Those are all miracles that happened after surrendering and taking action in that surrender and in that trust. Oh, it just dawned on me that Spiritual Evolution Collective was born of surrender. Yes. It never would have come. It's true. It never would have been created it's if tr- I hadn't had to surrender. We were literally in Boston. We were in. It's the one and only time. It's the first and only time we've ever been in person together. It's lovely. And you were in a state where you had to completely, you had to surrender or not make it. Mm-hmm. I had to let go of everything that I knew to be true, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. I knew to be true, everything that was, I had to release it completely. I had, mm-hmm. I had to surrender or I wouldn't have survived. And once I surrendered and I found peace in that surrender, which I, that, that makes it sound so easy. Y'all, um, that was an active daily choice. <laughs> it was, it was work to find peace and calm. But once once I sort of found that peace and calm, or at least found ways to find that peace and calm, so much changed that never could have changed if if I hadn't had to surrender. Now, I would have loved it to be a different situation, <laughs> but but I let go of everything. And the moment I let go of everything, very soon after, in order to move forward, in order to do the things that I love to do. We had we created the collective and it was something that we never had thought about because we didn't have the perspective. And God, it's one of my favorite things. Well, that's what's coming to mind in my life for me, for you. I love my collective. I know. And I know. And where you surrendered and and we surrendered and even came to because I had to surrender with you in a different way at that moment. Yeah. But what we did was follow the joy. We did. We followed the joy to spiritual evolution collective which allows right which it's just the whole adventures of spirit it's the whole thing we surrendered we trusted oh in the middle of a complete crisis correct so for those of you who don't know or didn't listen to last season my husband was diagnosed with brain cancer a year ago just over a year ago and within five days we had to leave my daughter our house everything and and moved to Boston, which in and of itself was a series of miracles. Andrea was there. <laughs> Actually, Andrea was there from the moment it happened. I remember pulling into the hospital parking lot. We still didn't have any kind of diagnosis. Andrea's like, your dad's here and he says it's going to be okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, but what does okay mean? Right? She literally <laughs> said that. I was like, it's all going to be okay. And she's like, what does that mean? What does that I mean? know spirit too well to take it, to take it, whatever. Now, looking back, it is, it is all okay. But at that moment, it didn't seem like it was going to be all okay, or maybe okay was just not going to be good enough. And then we got the diagnosis and there was a whole bunch of things that happened from there on out where my dad was, my dad as well was there. He had just passed a month beforehand, a little over a month beforehand, all this happened. It was a, it's a big year. And, uh, but he was there and God, he could, he passed. And I swear to God, he wouldn't, he was so sick that he wouldn't have been able to be there for me. Like he was there for me in spirit. I mean, my dad was there 
yeah. every step of the way. Like I, signs, like you said, feeling him. I mean, mm -hmm. really, I was very lucky. But because I had to surrender to something that we never expected and let go, that means I had to let go of my business. I couldn't, I couldn't float my business and what I was doing um, and take care of my husband. And, you know, my mom beautifully came down to take care of my child and just kind of navigate through this really big life change. And I had to completely surrender to what was, right? This is the rhythm of our life. This is new life. This is, this is life now. And this is what we're doing. And I surrendered to that. I found some peace in that. And then I started to look forward to seeing my friends. I have a lot of New England friends, so they would come up. So the miracle of getting to see everybody that I normally wouldn't have gotten to see, and they all came and they all wanted to help, and they were it was beautiful. And Andrea and I got to meet for the first time. I consider that a miracle. I love it. And in that meeting, we just started chatting, and the collective was born. And I oh, mean, wow. not only did we follow our joy, we found joy mm -hmm. in a in a place where. <sighs> That could be a challenge. It could be a we challenge. We found and we said yes to it and we created it all within what, four days? Four days. <laughs> and we were able, and your husband was able to be a part of that with us. I yes, mean, because we were, he was in the same space. It was us as a team. <laughs> we were, that's right. We were a trio that when the, all this, this came down, we all needed each other. Mm -hmm. It was quite, it was quite lovely. And so now we have this lovely community full of our membership people and and we gained so much um, it saved my life it saved my life it gave me hope where hope was maybe hard to find and I don't want to say certainty because it's not that but it it allowed me to anchor into something that brought me joy when when maybe I would have just kind of floated in this nether regions of not here and not there that in between right yeah, you and do I well with we, that intention the focus yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I do. So I don't know. Miracles really happen. I mean, they happen all the time. And you just have to make the space and surrender so you can see them. <laughs> right. So and pause, that's part of the. Yeah. Right. Pause, calm, surrender, trust. Miracles. I love it. So, yes, our spiritual evolution starts out with a leap of faith. And we ride that leap of faith. There's a flow that happens naturally. And then there's going to be an ebb in your evolution. And rather than looking at it like a stop or a hard no, or you did something wrong, allow it to be a perspective shift. Allow it to be a blessed space, a break for your awareness, for you to imagine something bigger than you did before. Allow it to be the key to you moving forward. It's it's the growth. It is. It's where you learn how to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an important skill, learning how to learn. I love it. I love this. So we would love to hear all about mm -hmm. your evolution. We know you But have especially, <laughs> I freaking love stories about miracles and surrendering. I have always loved stories about that. So... Andrea and I would love it if you could tag us on Instagram or Facebook in your reels, your videos, your posts, and share your moments of surrender. Share your miracles with us. We would love to hear your stories. And maybe we can even, with your permission, feature a few of them on the podcast. I would love to do that. Yeah, that'd be great. 
That'd be great. I would love to do that. So thanks everybody for listening today. And um, your adventure continues. So I'm just curious what your perspective shift might be going forward. Hmm. Have fun. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventures with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Until next time, let spirit guide your adventure.